This is Cultural Quarter of an Hour and I'm Charlotte Foster. Every week we will be exploring the culture of Stoke-on-Trent and the surrounding area. Some weeks I'll be visiting events, other weeks I'll be looking back at our history, but always with an eye on the future. And you'll also hear the stories of the people who make this area just what it is. Culture is all around us. It's in the buildings, it's deep underground, it's in the air, and of course, it's in our blood. Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. It's slightly different in that there is a message in this week's podcast that if you're listening after the 30th of April, you unfortunately have to ignore. I'll let Laurel from Feral Spaces explain. My name is uh, Laurel Gallagher and I run the Feral Spaces project in Stoke-on-Trent. Tell me then, what is Feral Spaces? Feral Spaces is a project, it's been running for two years and it invites children in Stoke into disused wild spaces, ex-industrial spaces and it takes them on adventures, gets them outdoors, taking part in loads of creative fun activities um, and just enjoying being outside, socialising, building communities. How did you get involved? Um, well, <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm an artist. Um, I also used to be a teacher. Um, I started running uh, art workshops uh, for kids in the Foxlow Arts Centre in Leek and I was using their garden. And what I noticed quite quickly was how much the kids not only enjoyed the art process, but they really valued being outside. It made a massive difference to their engagement. And so I took it from there. And Feral Spaces, why? It's, it's a name that I think challenges people to to sort of look at the, look around them yes absolutely um, to look around them and I hope recognize the beauty in the um, in the abandoned in the forgotten spaces spaces which once used to be especially in Stoke industrial busy places which have now gone wild and have been um, yeah nature has reclaimed them they've become very beautiful um, and I think there's partly that about the spaces but then also the relationship with the uh, the children the young people I think young people are spending so much time indoors and you know busy in schools that they need to go a bit wild every now and then so we we encourage children to go feral <laughs> so say some sometimes you know, some papers some commentary it, children are described these days as being out of control wild and even feral well, you know what? That is interesting. And I think especially in cities, in urban areas, that can be a problem. And when we first got funding for our project, um, a lot of that was to do with tackling antisocial behaviour and crime prevention for children during school holidays times. Because if they don't have an outlet, if they don't have something to do, then what do they do? They create their own entertainment. <laughs> so partly our activities around the school holidays to give them something to do. Um, but also, I think it's about finding the right space to have those activities. So we run graffiti, you know, we bring down graffiti materials and the kids love doing it. But it's okay because they're doing it on a temporary graffiti wall or they're doing it on an abandoned building, which nobody, nobody cares. In fact, it, it beautifies the area rather than disturbing it. And it's the same with their behaviour. Where we go, the spaces we take the kids, they can run wild, they can let off steam, they can climb trees, they can shout. And that's fine because there's no one to bother. <laughs> So you let children be children? We let kids be kids. That is exactly what we do. Yeah, we encourage kids to come outdoors and enjoy how it feels to be filled with that, that zest for life, that enjoyment of, um, yeah, being outdoors, sensory experiences. Love, 
mud getting messy, <laughs> all those things. I'm 37, I still love getting muddy. <laughs> you know what, the adults who come along as well, yeah, it's quite funny. The inner child comes out very quickly. <laughs> so what is a typical day or a typical workshop with, uh, with feral spaces? What, 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 do, what can people expect if they're turning up for the first time? Uh, we will take children uh, between the age of 8 to 14 on urban explorers uh, adventures with us. Uh, they'll arrive at a disused site. We hand them an adventure pack, which has got string, chalk, a notebook, a digital camera in it. And as soon as they arrive, we try to get them stuck into doing activities so that there's no waiting around and getting bored. Uh, we get them to start drawing with chalk. We get them to start looking for places that they'd like to explore. Um, the other artists I work with, we're all interested in following the children's interests. And so they sort of lead us on a journey. And we're interested in what they do and ask them what they want to do and we then support and facilitate their ideas make them real how surprised are you by some of the stuff they come up with quite surprised <laughs> yeah they're lovely they're always surprising some of the first kids we had coming along had a fascination with um, tracking animals uh, had just so much information about how to track and capture animals and particularly tracking them by their um, by their excrement, their feces, <laughs> telling us in great detail. But they say, so kids have a wealth of interesting knowledge, which maybe in a classroom it wouldn't be appropriate to share. But in the spaces with us, we kind of let them go with it. <laughs> and, and yeah, and that becomes part of the story. They create a story around their adventures. And at the moment, it's a very exciting time for you guys, isn't it? It's very exciting, yeah. Uh, we've been put forward to be part of the People's Project. Uh, we had uh, ITV came down and did a little film about our project. That was screened on regional TV and there's now a live public vote happening. We need people to vote for us. If they do, we can win £50,000. Um, we're a small independent organisation, uh, so all that money would go to running free activities for kids in Stoke. Say £50,000 to some people may sound not very much, but it would really make a difference, wouldn't it? It's a lot. It's a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, it would make a huge difference. And, you know, all of our activities are free. We do them in areas where there is a lot of deprivation, where there aren't um, opportunities for kids um, provided, um, where there are problems with crime, antisocial behaviour, criminal gangs. It's a difficult area to grow up in. And so what we do is we come into these spaces and we offer kids this sense of adventure and excitement about where they live, to feel proud of where they live. Um, and we can do that with this money in different locations across Stoke. At the moment we've been working mainly in Burslem Port um, but we'd like to branch out to other areas and we'd also like to offer bigger scale events so that the whole family and community can come down and really see what's happening. And when you're taking these children to these feral spaces, these abandoned places, what are their reactions when they're seeing all these buildings and they're seeing the spaces? I think um, at first they can feel a little bit confused <laughs> but it generally doesn't take very long before they realize what it gives them is freedom and in these spaces they have the freedom to do what they want you have to work pretty hard at a feral spaces event to do something wrong or get told off they can uh, climb things they can um, like I say they can let off steam run round and also I think what's also really important for some kids is some kids who come along they're actually not that they find it difficult to be in sociable situations and and team group situations but in these areas there's always somewhere that they can be and just be quiet and calm and I think that's what nature natural wild spaces can provide 
guide people as adults we know you know when I get stressed I take myself off for a walk I like to be on my own and just be in nature it gives you a sense of peace and calm and we provide that for kids as well and I think they really appreciate that and obviously children they're going to grow up to be adults aren't they Exactly, exactly. And I think unless you have these experiences in childhood, you won't be... How would you know that going for a walk makes you feel better unless you've gone for one? Um, and I think that's what we really want to embed in these kids. Like mental health is becoming an increasing issue for young people. And as they go on into their lives, they really need strategies, things that are going to help them deal with that. And one of the great things about these projects and the reason we like doing it in these disused urban spaces is because that's a space you can access. It's free. You don't have to have a car. You don't have to spend money getting there. You just walk down the road. And once you've found one disused space, I think it changes changes the way you look at where you live you look you can see opportunities and that's what we hope that the kids will take with them as well is we don't need to always be there with them they can then take these experiences and, and have their adventures for themselves so there you go if you do still have time to vote get out and vote fifty thousand pounds for feral spaces will do so many amazing things it will be fantastic and just imagine all those children having so much fun in all the wild spaces we have across stoke-on-trent and north staffordshire like i say though if you are listening after the 30th of april 2018 then you can't take part in the vote although i'm sure if there was any way you wanted to support feral spaces laurel would be more than happy to talk to you as always get in touch with me via facebook the cultural quarter of an hour podcast is where you'll find us on facebook on twitter it is at cqhpod and the website is cqhpod.co.uk and we'll be back on wednesday